Hi everyone, welcome to CEO update number 27. It's now um, the 16th of October. The year is definitely getting away from us and what an, uh, an eventful year it's been. Uh, it's good to see that the uh, the numbers of COVID have uh, dropped right down in New South Wales and even and even Melbourne and uh, the, the New Zealand bubbles open today. So when I say it's a bubble, I think now New Zealanders can fly into Northern Territory and, uh, and, and New South Wales, which is good for them, but I'm not sure how they go about getting back after the election uh, happens over there, they, they may not want to go back. But also got an election in um, Queensland this, uh, coming up soon, which uh, which you know, should be interesting to see how things go down. Anyway, look, uh, uh, again, we want our advice to be fair, complete and non-conflicted. That's uh, an interesting one. I'll talk about that further as to where we actually sit in that space. Um, and look, just remind you guys that financial planners, as financial planners, you are trusted advisors. You're an essential service. And your clients do need you. They need your expertise and they actually need your advice to be able to work their way through all of the complexities that come up of the financial um, in, in, in the financial world. Like even as much as trying to get some super out, admittedly, we don't have a lot of clients who are eligible to pull their super out for um, for COVID. But, you know, that style of thing just requires so much more, so, so much information. I've been looking at the advisor chat and some of the things that are coming up there just you know, show that uh, how much benefit we can be for our clients. And look, I'm, I'm preaching to the converted. But anyway, what I want to get on to today is, first of all, we just purchased, purchased a, uh, a copy of SQM Research. Now, SQM Research is a, um, is a research tool. It's quite a, um, it's, it's a much more independent research tool um, and gives access to most of the managed funds, ETFs and SMAs that we're using out here and, and, and direct shares that we're actually using at the moment. Now, the reason we've purchased that is because we want to make sure that um, all the portfolios and investment um, choices that we're making out there um, are researched and back tested. And we know that you guys are then giving out good investment advice and in good investment strategies. So, look, so, so, so what I want to do is, so we're in the process now of training two of the guys in the, in the VVP team, and they'll actually be able to um, run your research for you. So if you need something researched, you need a, a portfolio modelled, or something along those lines, the guys will be able to do that at um, um, VVP. We haven't quick, haven't just come up with the process just yet, but we'll be in the process of doing that. But from your end, what I need you guys to do is if you're going to be doing bespoke portfolios, now, I need you to make sure that those bespoke portfolios are tested and you have evidence of them being tested before you actually get them out there. If you've got a lot of bespoke portfolios on your book at the moment, you need to make sure that somewhere in your files, you've got evidence of actually testing that portfolio. Because, I mean, you know, if the thing comes back and we do have sort of some comeback on us, we need to be able to just easily prove that, you know, we've, we've, we haven't just plucked this thing out of, the, out of a hat. We've actually done some, um, some some adequate research. Now, I know a lot of you guys are still using bespoke portfolios, and this tool is going to make that a lot easier for you to put things together and be a little bit um, more sensible about the way you get things done. So, um, yeah, there'll be more information coming out of that, and, and uh, but the... The research tool is there now, and we're just waiting on uh, them to finalise their training. And as soon as their training's done, it'll be up and rolling. Now, the other next thing is, so if you guys want to do more of this at um, at your own office, SQM have actually come back and they'll actually sell you a copy of their research tool for 2000 bucks. It's normally 3700 but they've actually done a deal on it. They said, look, if you're with Advice Evolution, 2000 bucks for a, um, a copy of the, the full research suite. But when I say the full research, that's less property. And I think it's actually 800 bucks if you want to include property. So that's uh, that's the research position that uh, that it is now. Um, next thing is I want to welcome uh, Claire Sherwin. She's um, joining um, Lifetime Financial in Melbourne, and so she'll be coming on as of next week. 
Um, we've also got another three practices look like joining in early December. So, you know, that's going to keep our, our numbers up in the late 60s, early 70s as a, as a general rule. So we're sort of sticking around that for the moment and um, waiting for the AGM is to work out where we want to go after that. Um, those those practices are coming, a couple of them are coming from a self-licensed specific, which, which is interesting, and uh, another one from a, uh, one of the bigger licensees. So it's, a, yeah, it's interesting to see um, who's actually coming across. We haven't had a, had a lot of inquiry from MLC and AMP yet, so I assume that they're all just waiting for the dust to settle and um, to see what actually happens there. Um, the team in VBP, we're putting on another resource because someone actually bought another half of one. So um, yeah, we're actually increasing the team then. Um, Jezume gets out of lockdown. So she's, she's been locked up in, uh, in quarantine on her island for the last two weeks. And on, on Monday, she'll be back on deck. I'm sure Giselle will be happy to see that. But um, look, I have to uh, publicly thank Giselle because she's done an amazing job while she's, um, well, while Jezume's been out there. And I, um, um, been out, out of action and it's just fantastic to know that we've got someone that good backing up Jezume. I, I thought there was no one around as good as Jezume, but apparently there is. So um, and, and look, in addition to that, the um, coming up, I think it's out later this month, the VBP have their awards nights. Now, I think there might be a couple of our team nominated for awards. So um, I'll keep you up to date on that. And um, I'm just not sure how they're going to run that and whether we'll be able to sort of tune in and watch uh, the, the gala event. It's generally a pretty funny event. Like they get up and they'll dress up and have a good time. And there's lots of um, lots of entertainment. But uh, even if we can just jump in and watch the actual awards, it'd, uh, it'd be pretty cool. Um, next one is the uh, the unit price. Those of you guys who have uh, units, um, I will be setting out something pretty soon, but the uh, unit price has been ratified. Well, it'll be fully ratified at the AGM, but uh, it's 28.35. So if you want to need to tell your accountant or someone exactly what's going on there, that's what it's going to be. Next thing I want to talk about is FDSs um, and ongoing service agreements. Now, as you all know, there's, there's legislation on the table that looks like it'll be passed early next year about making ongoing service arrangements compulsory, okay, and make them, bring them back into one year. And the idea of that is to take, is to then take FDSs and opt-ins off the table. So all we have to do is on doing an ongoing service agreement. And so basically the, the team in the, in the Philippines have a, a number of those out there, but uh, look, the way I see it is you should be giving your clients their last FDS at the moment. And so every time you're giving a, a client an FDS at the moment, if you're signing them up to an annual ongoing agreement, then you should never have to give them another FDS. And to me, that makes really, really good sense. So, you know, if you're going to see them every year for your review, get it done and um, it makes things a lot easier. Now, on that, I've had to, I was mucking around the other day with Zoom. Now, you all know that you've all used Zoom because I saw you all come into different things and you've all got a copy of Zoom. If you want to do a, um, an electronic or a virtual review, what you can do is you can actually go into Zoom, select meetings and start a new meeting. Well, actually, you go into the home button and just click join, start new meeting. Now, when you start that new meeting, it will automatically video your face and you can then start talking as if the client that you're talking to is actually there and you talk away. Then you can actually start sharing your screen. So you share your screen. So it's not actually sharing it to anyone. You're just sharing it on your computer and just videoing what comes up on the screen. Talk through the review document, the statements, your ongoing service agreements and all the things that you need to talk through. Have yourself a, a bit of a cheat sheet so you know to actually do everything. But then when you finish that, um, that um, Zoom automatically records it. So then you can actually take that recording, put it on their file and send it to the client. And you've got quite a comprehensive review and it's all done straight through Zoom and it's really, really easy. So the client then doesn't need Zoom to, to watch it. They can actually watch it through the browser 
and um, they don't need any fancy software or any skills to be able to receive a virtual review. Um, I look, yeah, looking at that, I think that's a really, really good method of getting things done. And it's, um, you know, it's a piece of software that's sitting on your desk and you're using it anyway. Um, look, the other thing is with Zoom, while we're on Zoom, look, there's a number of different chats. Now, there's an operations team chat and um, all of your staff, anyone who's got sort of staff that are running their business, they should be in that operations chat. And all the girls, the team in the Philippines are on that chat as well. And so, you know, they, they, they chuck around ideas about OSAs and FDSs and all that sort of stuff and about methods of getting things done. The other thing that's out there is the advisor chat. And there's been some great stuff input in the advisor chat. So, you know, there's a question about Centrelink the other day and there was you know, about, about, about 10 different um, pieces of advice that came in. It's a, it's a really, really good tool. It's a little bit collegiate and gives you a chance to see what's going on and to actually contribute. The other thing with that is that uh, what I want to start looking at doing is putting your compliance questions. So if you've got a question about compliance and you're worried about how to actually, you know, get, get around something, I've, um, I've put Ricky Lee, John and um, into that chat. And generally, if you've got a compliance question, you can put it up on that advisor chat. And if one of the team don't know the answer, then um, John or Ricky Lee might chime in and give us some help in that space. So it's a good way of using the, uh, the technology. Um, look, the next thing is, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, a few studies that have come out about the, um, the cost of clients and, uh, you know, what you should be earning. And look, one of the things that came out at the moment is the average client at the moment is paying 3500 Now, look, I'm not sure who they actually um, surveyed to get that, but, you know, 3500 to me seems, you know, pretty close to the money when you look at how much it actually costs to deliver your advice. And so, your question, 3500 seems you know, pretty close when it comes, yeah, for, for delivering your advice and your ongoing service. So, you know, you need to be thinking about, so that's what the average is. So when come some, someone comes in and you're thinking about what you can actually charge them, think about, you know, what you charge, how much money you need to make out of it while you're actually doing the thing and how much um, intellectual property you're putting into these plans and how much that's worth. So, so start thinking about those and, um, and how you actually charge for them. It's interesting when while I'm doing that, I'll talk to you about, uh, you know, ASIC just released a paper talking about getting advice and putting advice down to into bite-sized pieces. And so what ASIC are talking about then is that uh, they're talking about the idea of people coming in and just getting one-off advice. If someone comes in, they've got, you know, it's a very, very simple superannuation situation, situation. At the moment, what we're doing is we're saying, look, sorry, we can't help you. What ASIC wants us to be able to do is to actually limit that advice, scope out all the others, say, hey, look, here's some advice. And, um, you know, stick it into Bendigo Smart Super or to, um, you know, or one of the platforms or Sun Super and um, write them an SOA and say, look, it's going to cost you, you know, 2000 bucks for this, this SOA. But what ASIC are thinking is that when they do that, you, you charge them for the SOA, you charge them for advice, but you don't put it on, on, on an ongoing agreement. It's a one-off piece of advice. See you later. And so what they don't like is at the moment is they don't like us scoping things out and putting people on an ongoing agreement. Because they figure if someone's ongoing, they expect you to be their full advisor. And so if you're charging them for ongoing advice, they want you to be giving them full, complete ongoing advice. But if you don't want to give ongoing advice, and it's a one-off, they want you to be doing that, giving them an SOA, giving them whatever advice they need, charging them and sending them away. Now, I know there's arguments about that as to where you, how long you're on the hook for that piece of advice. And um, yeah, look, that's going to plan out over time. But at the end of the day, it is another good way of looking after the lower 
cost clients and you know the ones that don't really want to pay an ongoing fee um yeah so yeah but anyway, that's that's definitely worthwhile looking at because facier at the moment interestingly enough they want you to do full complete advice but uh, asic are saying we want you to scope out and give simple advice so it's a interesting discussions that we've uh, got with our regulators and i'd like i'd wish that they'd get their act together but it seems to me that it's not difficult to be able to do both the next thing I want to cover is site visits. All right, so basically what I'm going to be doing over the next little while is doing some abridged site visits. They're not going to be complex. Um, the, the whole idea is to actually make them um, simpler than, uh, much simpler. And it's more of a, a thing just to keep people engaged, keep, keep your practices engaged and, uh, and talk about what you're actually doing. And so, you know, I'll be, going, I'll be working on how your business is going. I'll show you some figures that we've got. Um, Look at how your office is operating and uh, how they're interacting with the virtual team and how you're interacting with your clients. Talk to you a little bit about this research and the portfolios and how that's going to work into your business. I'll be looking at, um, you know, talking to you about your FDSs and your ongoing agreements and what you're going to do in the future there. Um, just get a bit of a study update. Um, do some Zooms, talk, talk about Zoom, um, making sure that you're actually using Zoom in the advisor chat and you're listening to the podcasts. Talk about, you know, our audit process and our private process and where you're up with that. And um, yeah, and just do a couple of other things along those, um, just to, just to confirm the things that have probably confirmed things that we spoke about in the uh, in the site visit before. Look, I expect these only go for about an hour, and um, I, you know, I don't want them to be an embuggerance. So I want them actually to be a tool to actually help. So uh, be ready for those. And when Noims makes your appointment, make space in your calendar, please. Um, next one is, look, I've been talking a lot at the moment to um, Bendigo Simple Super. And I think I spoke, I'm not sure if I've mentioned it before, but they've got a, a Simple Super program, which is you know, less than 100 bucks a year. So if you've got um, simple clients that are looking for something, you can charge them for an SOA. You know, you should be able to do an SOA quite cheap, cheaply and um, put them into a really simple super program and uh, then, you know, comply with all your, uh, your rules and you might be able to build yourself a client further down the track. Um, the survey that look the survey results have come in and uh, thank you to everybody who uh, participated in that I do we do appreciate it and look there was some really good feedback and we've taken we're, we're going to take most of that on board but the uh, the big thing is so the NPS for the group so um, is just on 85 percent which is a pretty strong NPS it's a, a net promoter score and that's how um, we get judged against other organizations and things so um, it, uh, it it just helps us when, uh, when we're sort of you know, trying to stack ourselves up against other organisations going for awards and that sort of stuff. But thank you for everybody who actually filled that in and uh, gave us some good, good, good constructive input. Um, compliance questions, look, I spoke about that. So yeah, just again, emphasising. So if you've got some compliance questions, some simple compliance questions, stick them in the advisor chat because there's all sorts of other things, that, there's all sorts of uh, other ways to skin the cat. And um, most of our advisors are really, really helpful and they come in and they'll give you some information to help with that. Um, last thing I want to put up, uh, talk about is the PD day. So the 5th of November, claim the date, claim, claim, um, empty your diary. So I'm going to look, I'll probably finish it about half past two. But um, the 5th of December is going to be the, uh, the the PD day. Now that'll be completely virtual. We're going to have a couple of speakers. We're going to have a couple of interesting things. So it's, you know, some off financial planning things in there as well, which might help. Um, but uh, this will be our first crack at a, a virtual PD day. I didn't want to make it go too long. And my plan is that if it does work, we're going to do another one late in um, late in November as well. So we'll get a couple of sponsors a chance to uh, come and talk to us. But also, so when I'm, when I'm talking to the sponsors, I'm saying, look, guys, I don't really want you to give us a, a, um, a big presentation on something that isn't your bread and butter. I want you to talk about your business 
from a, um, a strategic perspective and give us a bit of a taste of what you know what you do and what sort of customers customers you're looking for and then I want you what, what we're going to do is we're going to have a um, they're, they're going to run their own group um, sessions at a later date and we'll have the dates for those at the time and so say for example the simple super guys talk and they think yeah I wouldn't mind learning some more about that then Bendigo will then run a zoom meeting uh, you know the next week and invite everybody who's interested to come and have a listen to that Zoom meeting. And it'll be product specific. So it's rather than um, having to wait or having to do the read yourself, you can sit down there with the BDM. They're going to explain to you exactly what the product does and how it works. And then you can say, yeah, no, I want to keep working with that or not. So that's part of the, the thing with the PD Day. It'll be an opportunity for myself to get some information out and the team in the Philippines will get some information out. And so there's plenty of things going on. But the only other thing is that on the... The day be day after, which is the 6th of November, that is the virtual AGM. Now, there's a virtual AGM and a general meeting. Grant said he will have the, uh, well, we'll have the agendas out for those quite soon. And um, so you'll be able to give us input that for the uh, for the general meeting. There, now, with that, there's a, there's a little bit of discussion about the future and how we actually operate within um, advice evolution. And if you've got input, you can actually, you know, that's a good opportunity for you to come and talk to us so, and get those, get your, your input heard. Now, it's open to, obviously, everyone who's a shareholder gets a vote. But if you're not a shareholder and you still want to put some input in, we're definitely listening. This is a time where everyone gets a chance to actually talk to us and see what's going on and, uh, and have their input into how we actually run the business. So, look, guys, that'll, that'll do for CEO update number 27. I, um, I think, thank you for listening and um, hopefully this is, um, you know, of some use to you. All right, guys, signing off. Bye.